Okay, I'm here at the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco at the IGF Student Showcase, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? How about you introduce yourself? <laughs> okay, hello, my name is Ben Gable, and I was the producer on Igneous, the uh, student showcase winner. Okay, and what's that game about? So Igneous is about, uh, you play as a tiki totem inside, you're trapped inside this uh, volcano, and kind of the objective of this game is to roll and jump through these uh, dynamic and difficult levels to escape the volcano alive. So really it's a very simple game, but the environment is your enemy throughout Igneous. So. And how did you guys come up with the concept? So we originally started with kind of a, uh, it was through a lot of iteration. Basically we started with a kind of a combat-based design of the game. Still still the same theme and uh, inside a volcano. We found out though is that that design was, uh, for the time and resources we had, was far too great of a scope. And so we really we really looked at uh, creating an experience, kind of a, like, like the end of an action movie, like Indiana Jones, or you know the final level of a lot of video games is always very hectic. So we were like, well, how about we try to make a game that kind of uh, revolves around that that constant action and pressure and the you know the premise of you're on the verge of death at all uh, all the time. So really, it kind of was a lot of iteration and playtesting until we got to that final uh, you know action action sequence uh, kind of design we have now. Uh, let's talk about the iteration and playtesting. What were some of the issues that you initially ran into as you were prototyping and designing this game? So one of the things that we uh, one of the a lot of the, every level we kind of we prototyped out, we always had the problem of first figuring out what was going to be interesting, what was going to be um, what was going to be interesting and fun for the player, and still yet yeah, still have that sense of danger. Uh, one of, so when we finally came up with that idea, it was then we'd playtest it and we'd make sure that players would. It'd be hard to see if they actually understood what they were supposed to do, and the, really the difficulty curve of each level was very uh, very difficult to to tweak and make sure that normal players as well as seasoned players found uh, found a challenge out of it. So really, it was kind of going through and figuring out what level is going to be fun and the difficulty uh, make it such that even a wide range of players could pick it up and it wasn't it wasn't too hard or wasn't too easy so what was I mean what types of players were you aiming for just casual players um, I mean what was the response by most people yeah so we we wanted to kind of get the old like uh, the old school NES crowd the guys that uh, really like kind of those challenging games um, but at the same time we, we wanted it to kind of be as, as uh, accessible to everyone as it possibly could so what we ended up doing is we found there was a group of people who who liked the game but kind of was too difficult and then we had a group of people that were blow through the game really easy and they had no challenge so we ended up making two difficulty modes one was called normal for the normal players and then we made the impossible mode which is for the hardcore players that really really want that challenge so and were there any other changes you had to do or, or any other features you had to add to make the game more engaging and accessible to people it was really, it was really, like I said, kind of coming up with an interesting premise behind each level. So it was really, you know, picking something that hasn't really been seen before, or and was kind of engage the player in a uh, make the levels, the platforming of the levels interesting enough and kind of different enough that they felt that each level was different than the last. We didn't want to kind of have any uh, copied levels, you know, from each one. So. Did you put in a story into the game? So, I mean, we, we've got a loose story of kind of, you're this tiki totem, you awake in this dark cave, and then you kind of are thrown into this uh, journey uh, throughout this kind of Aztecan city or whatnot. But, I mean, story wasn't really, we didn't really focus a lot on it, but it's kind of there for people. It gives, it's very loose, you know. It, it kind of gives you a general idea of what's going on, so. Uh, let's talk about the technology. Um, what did you develop this in? So, Igneous was built uh, from the ground up uh, using C++. So completely from scratch. The only uh, third-party programs we used was FMOD for the sound system. Uh, everything else we had a guy do 
doing uh, entire physics engine from the ground up. We had a guy doing the graphics engine from the uh, from the ground up using DirectX, and then uh, we had a guy dedicated to doing uh, the architecture for the game and merging those two and all the gameplay code. So really, it was all from the ground up, and uh, that's. And and what would you say then are the top things that you've learned from the whole from designing and developing this game? I mean, something that you learned from this game that you didn't learn in your previous game project. Yeah. So I would say what what we really learned is especially with Igneous is that uh, we started out with something that was way complicated and we found out that in the end it was better to make a game, start with a very simple premise and let the game kind of evolve and grow from that and kind of come into its own rather than set up a, you know, a bunch of restrictions and try to constrict it to something that maybe wasn't you know very fun and and uh, so we really we really started with a simple premise, let it grow, didn't really restrict ourselves to anything. We also uh, learned a lot that you know we can't be married to your idea. If it doesn't work, you got to throw it out. So we threw out tons of stuff that just didn't work, and uh, I think it very made made it a very uh, very better game for it. So. And so, what's next in store for you guys? Are you going to pursue this more? Are you working on another game project? Yeah. So uh, we definitely would like to make kind of an Igneous two. Uh, it can't be called Igneous two because the school we work for, Digipen, obviously they own the IP. But uh, we definitely would be interested in kind of finding a publisher to maybe pick us up or fund us to make a game that had very similar gameplay. We've had the reaction from the uh, you know the gaming community online and at this convention has been excellent. So, I mean, definitely we'd like to pursue Igneous 2, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, And so, it was nominated for Best Student Game. Um, you know, why do you think that was? Uh, I think it was nominated for Best Student Game because uh, you really, I think we really pulled off a, a very... Uh, a very technical game that still has a lot of a, lot, a very a very cool gameplay uh, concept behind it. So I think you know it's definitely one of the most technically advanced uh, games in the student showcase. And at the same time, I think the uh, the gameplay is simple yet compelling. That really kind of is a throwback to those old school NES games. That really just kind of makes it addictive. That people just have to beat it. You know, and it just looks amazing. So I think it's kind of like you know moths to a flame. It's all shiny and stuff. So I think I think that's one of the one of the reasons why it was kind of picked out. And uh, is there a website that people can visit to find out more about the game? Yeah, so uh, it's free to download if you go to www.igneousgame.com. Uh, How do you spell it? Uh, it's I-G-N-E-O-U-S game.com. So it's available for free. You can download it there, find out more about the game and the team, and uh, yeah. Thank you very much.